Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Achtung Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well-known Millwall fan. They do need supplies, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tinned fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them, you can DM me at Actor Millwall and I will pass on any help and information that we can lions food hub at lions food hub thank you for listening now back to the show you're listening to after normal broadcasting from the beautiful south Berlin. except no substitute Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Akdong Millwall. After, in the end, a very strong away win this afternoon at the Bet365 Stadium, the romantically named uh, arena formerly known as the Britannia Stadium, but why not call it after an internet betting company uh, at Stoke City. Joining me is a new voice for Akdong Millwall. Big welcome to Grumpy Grimace himself. It is Mr Stuart Mace. Welcome to the show, Stuart. Thanks for having me, Nick. Nice to finally... Um... Yeah, nice to finally get on and, um, and share my thoughts. Absolutely. Um, game of two halves, as we so often yeah. seem to find, Stuart, these days. I, I, I'm quite bewildered because we're in a run of really good form, but at points in today's game and in previous games, but uh, we're talking about the 2-1 win at Stoke, at points you think <laughs> you wouldn't know it, would you? But um, nevertheless, we are on a roll. Yeah. What's that? Three out of four wins. Yeah. Um, I think um, TT's put it up on Twitter today. Uh, last 17 games I think there's only been three defeats um, and if you look at the form table that puts us in the playoffs if we were you know if we were like that before yeah it, it was a strange game today for me before the game for me because it, as I sort of said it could have gone either win lose or draw it could have, it could have gone either way matched in the league almost identical records yeah um, and probably all written all over it um, when they equalised I thought that would be the draw but um yeah, we've uh, we've seen to dig in second half. Well, actually, I don't even think we dug in. I think we we just you we know, took the game from them. I th- I thought you know I thought it was a really yeah. strong second half performance. Which um, it, was, it was a fairly bland first half, Stuart. I mean, I I, I don't know how you felt at half time. I I, I posted one of my yeah. usual snarky tweets that I put out, listeners. You know, mm. um, because that's how I felt. Um, it, you know, we, we did well to get ourselves in front for that scuffed kind of um, chance for for Murray Wallace. 
And I mean, it was largely incident free the first half, let's be quite honest. Um, and to get in front and then relinquish it so lightly just left me feeling rather frustrated at the break. Um, it was a strange sequence of events because to get in front and then give it up so quickly just seemed rather lax, in my, in yeah. my opinion. I thought we were lucky to be in front, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, if, if you can call, call it luck, I didn't think we deserved to be in front. We hadn't really shown that much. I, I, I think we were quite lively for the first 15 minutes, and I think George Evans had um, a couple of pop shots. Yeah. Um, and, and it didn't really, nothing really seemed to be to be coming off. But as, as Carl on his commentary put in the two-yard screamer from... The gold Murray machine, Wallace, Murray. And, um, yeah, when, <laughs> yeah. And when I went in, I thought, well, of course I'm going to take it. Um, absolutely, but absolutely. Did we actually deserve it? Um, probably not on, on the balance of things. Um, I thought the first 15 minutes was was quite lively. Um, and, you know, instantaneously I had the thought. And then again, Carl called it out on when I followed Carl and Max and just said, you know, it's one of those games where you're kind of missing Ryan Woods in, in the midfield there. Um, and I had the same thought and I wrote it down. I just put you know, Woods question mark. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you don't know what you've got, you don't know what you've got until you've lost it, kind of thing. Absolutely, it was a point. I think I think I made the same point in my notes. Lone, lone. I don't know if lone tide is an expression. Listeners are like cup tide, but I think lone. He wasn't able yeah, to play today against it, his, yeah. his, um, you know, his, his contracted club. Also, of course, missing Sean Hutchinson today, yeah. Stuart, which was a big yeah, loss, I, big yeah, big knock. I, I don't think we can see concede the goal if Hutchinson is where Alex Pierce is. Obviously, it's if, buts and maybes. And, you know, we don't know if Hutchinson will be in the same position as Pierce, but I can't see how he doesn't put his foot through that ball. Uh, I, I, again, on commentary, he got off. I thought they they let him get away with it. I just can't see how he just doesn't clear that when it no. comes across him um, or just fall over or just do something. You know, he's <laughs> the last man. He's, he's <laughs> just do something to, to put, you know, to deviate the ball and, and he doesn't. And, and, you know, Hutch is probably, he can, you know, he's, he's out there for player of the season. Um, you're going to miss him. I just don't feel as comfortable when Pierce is in defence. No, I don't. I, I agree. I mean, I, I, whether you can, I, I posted at half time kind of semi blaming Pierce for, um, for the lack. Yeah, of I'm probably with you on that. <laughs> um, and I got, you know, I got one or two replies back. Um, other players should have done this and Bart should have done that and went yeah. through Bart, Bart's legs. And I, I really don't see how you can dig Bart out for what was effectively a free shot on goal from, you know, just outside yeah. the six yard box. Um, Pierce, lack of pace. Yeah, well, I mean, we're yeah. not, we're not, we're not singing a song no one's heard before, Stuart, sure. are we? Yeah, true. Um, but I thought, you know, to, so to give up that lead um, at half time felt a bit of a, bit of a downer but the second half did change things I mean the the, the rather in ineffective Zohor uh, started today which surprised me but he went off at half time and was replaced by Keefton Belt who I, I do like uh, yeah I, he's a middle yeah. player mate um, I'm not whether Zohor is a middle player or not I don't know I doubt but uh, Keefton Belt certainly is a middle player he really made a change and, and an impact in that second yeah. period yeah absolutely I mean Gary you could see it couldn't he and um, we could all see it so he had to change it and I'm glad that he did. And I think he, he will make changes when 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 they need to be made or m- most times than not. Um, yeah. I know that some of his substitutes and substitutions does do come into question, which, you know, arguably is 
you know, is the right the right thing. But you know, we, you could see we were getting overrun, and, and I think it was Powell was there was their player who was who was doing the damage. He was doing a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. mentioned didn't he? On, on, on yeah, and 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 I thought, yeah, okay, we need to, you know, with with someone like Obi Mikel in the field, and and you know, he he did look a championship player realistically, and I think obviously second second half we. Uh, we ensured that we, we kept them quiet and, and, and that change made the difference and the change formation made the difference. He is, I like the look of him as well. I have to, I, I don't want to, you know, don't want to be, you know, of course I don't want to be controversial with you, Nick. No. I'm agreeing with everything you say, but I think there's the, um, you know, you can see that he's he's got a bit of bite about him. Um, he left one on Obi Mikel actually. He did, yeah. He made his presence um, felt, Stuart. Yeah, and it, again, I think there's going to be, um, that's the conversation for me that, that comes up as well. You know, Roots is online from Stoke. You can see how Stoke could do with him. You know, when they match up to to a team which plays a different formation, that you know he could he could do well, um, similar as he does with us. But whether or not that he's going to go back with they've got a new manager, hasn't seen him play realistically. Um, you know, I think we've got that midfielder um, in Kiefer Bell uh, who can who can do that who can do that job. We just look far more robust, as I put in my tweet, far more solid. And, yeah. You know, I think there was only a couple of attempts on goal or a couple of occasions where I thought, oh, they're in here. And, and realistically, that was just due to to our mistake overrunning it in midfield or panicking and just, you know, playing a silly pass, which, you know, was never on, um, as opposed to just bunting, you know, booting it upfield like we normally would. Um, there was an element there of trying to play it through midfield. Um, and sometimes it came off and sometimes it didn't. But I just, yeah, I do feel, I felt more, more comfortable. I do feel more comfortable with that kind of enforcer type player in there. It's a much more Millwall feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and he does look the right kind of player. I mean, you know, you're right about him leaving a, a boot in on on the OB. We just look more organised. I can see him being a huge, huge hit with the crowd when hopefully, yeah. hopefully we get back in August onwards. Um, I mean, I didn't really note down any decisive chances for Stoke in the second half, which is quite a tribute. I mean, there was a, a post, I think Jake Sanders on on, um, on on in the post-match said, what a job, that an incredible job here is uh, that Gary Rowett is doing. And, yeah. you know, just to look at today's game, Stuart, I mean, we, we, we'll come back to the goal in a moment, but we, we closed out a fairly decent side there with far more sources. They didn't have a sniff. I, I didn't really know anything down. And you're right. It was only self-imposed and self-inflicted errors that embarrassed us slightly. And, and But nothing decisive in that second half. That's quite an achievement. How do you see Gary Rowett? I mean, are you are you, uh, are you you a fan? Are you are you liking what you see? Are you uh, yeah, hankering for the old days of, um, you know, 4-4-2? I mean, how do you see it? Well, no, I think... I think we've got to sort of move with the time, you know, with Millwall in the last, under, I suppose, under, um, you know, JB is that it's, mm. it's been quite stable, you know, we're not a sacking club, we, we you know, we've, you know, we've, we've had some managers and we've, we've given them opportunities, um, some maybe too long, thinking of Holloway uh, particularly, but, um, it, you know, we're not, we're not a sacking club. You know, I tweeted a couple of weeks um, after the, um, the Rotherham game, you know, it seems to, you know, it's not that pretty to watch, although today was okay. Yeah. Uh, Rotherham was a bit, or helter skelter to a little bit, although the first half was a bit, you know, mundane, as a lot of the games have been. But he's getting results. And I think, as, as Jake's kind of alluded to, and I, and I tweeted out on after the Rotherham game, is that it's a results-driven industry. Um, it isn't that nice to watch, but what would we rather have? Um, delightful football, end-to-end stuff, losing 4-3 and every, every game and going down. Um, or you know, as as we have it, we sneak the odd win one nil or 
you know, there's a poor draw and, and you know, those, those draws, whilst there's been a lot of them, you know, have left us in quite a healthy position in the table. I think he's a thinking man's manager. You know, he, he will tinker. He will. I also think he's still learning. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I think that he will, as I say, tinker, he will need to work out what's the best side. Does he know his best side? He needs to work out what we can do with the squad and the resources we have. Um, would things been different if fans were back in the stadium when we were, you know, getting draw after draw? The, the Twitterity were, some of them were calling for his head, right? And, and <laughs> you know, we're just saying, look, you know, it's, it's boring to watch and we're not winning and we're going down. And, and you know, there was an element of form that would relate to that over a period. But um, he seems to have found a way not to not to lose, which I think, you know... It won't we, go wrong in management by not losing, will you? We like it a lot, yeah. yeah I mean, not. It's a Sam Allardyce school of thought, isn't it? It's it's don't lose and, and um, you, you take it from there, don't concede and you only have to score one goal. And, we, and we've done that, you know, plenty of times this, this season. You, you know, I, I think a lot of this is, is in the mind and, and it's really looking at how you can turn players, good players into great players or you know, good, good players in terms of getting consistent performances. And, you know, some, some players in our squad are very consistent, you know, notably the back four or, yeah, back five yeah. or whatever you want to put yeah, in the back yeah, three. Yeah. Um, but then you get, you know, the likes of Jed Wallace and, and you know, Ryan Woods sometimes having good games and, and turning a game and sometimes not. You know, whether or not he's getting the best out of Wallace with, with Bennett up front, well, they seem to be working okay at the moment. They combined very well for the goal, sure, yeah. didn't they? I mean, yeah. it was one of my notes here. It was a uh, uh, great work from um, from Jed uh, on the on the left side of the penalty area and the pass. Well, I thought he was going to take on the shot. To be honest, didn't you? I I, I thought he was going to take the. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought he was, but I, I expected him to miss. So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad when he squared it. I, I, um, my, my 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 momentary fear when it came across to Mason was that he was going to miss with an open goal. <laughs> That was that, that was that was more that I thought Jed I might have forgiven because he you know would I thought he would take on the angle but uh, no a pass to Mason Bennett who, who taps in for two one and um, a really really nice goal um, and there was a chance earlier on from that I think there was a, a shot blocked um, yeah it was Murray Wallace wasn't it it was as it was bouncing around yeah no I mean some we, we have potentially some really really solid players or fairly yeah. consistently solid players. And then potentially some really some terrific players. I mean, Jed, I think, is our standout. I made him my man that a match today. I don't know how you yes. saw it. Yeah, I did as well. I mean, the thing is, you could have you could have picked any any number of players to yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah. which is a good it's a good sign, I think, because um, I just think that was an all round solid um, solid performance. Um, but yeah, I just I, I went for Jed. There was a there was an occasion where. He lost it on the left, or something happened on the left-hand side, and, and I think it went back to the goalkeeper, and then came back out to the right-hand side, and the cameras panned out, and he's there again. And you know, you know what you get with him—he just, he just, you know, keeps running. Maximum effort, maximum effort. Sure. Yeah, and I don't mind him trying things when they don't, you know, if they don't come off, as long as he keeps his his head up. You know, sometimes you know he'll try to, he'll he'll try to do the sort of extravagant things as long as he doesn't always try to do it. You know, trying to look for that glory ball. Um, and, and if it's on, it's on. I get that. But if it's not, then don't try and take on the world by yourself, which I, you know he's known to have done. But yeah. I thought today again, he he 
you know, his link-up play was was good. He did try one or two things. They didn't come off. But, yeah, he didn't feel as if he was trying to take on the Stoke team by himself and, and think, well, no one else is good enough to do it. He kind of felt, to me, he, he put in his shift, but he, he put it in as, as a team player. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Achtung, Mehlball. Warris was great. I thought Malone was good. Yeah. Kiefer Bell. Kiefer Bell, yeah. You know, he could have even got man a match for playing half the half the match. I mean, the only one realistically probably wouldn't have deserved it was Bart because, you know, he didn't really have a lot to do. No, he didn't. Um, no. A couple of saves in the first half, I think, um, which was straight at him. But, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think... Um, as I say, you could have you could pick any any number of um, players today, so it could have been could have been man of the match for me. Um, Bennett, I like up front as well. Just to, while we're on the subject of the creatives going forward, I think he he doesn't have the um, the the kind of uh, uh, what's the word the kind of the spark of Jed Wallace in the sense of doing the unexpected, but he will give you a lot of nice movement. And yeah. you know the, the ball was there to be finished today, and um, I've seen those missed. I bet listeners have seen those <laughs> missed in their time. So you know, I've, I've probably missed a few of those as well. I, I like Bennett as well. I think the longer the more he plays, the, the better that first touch will be. The Sometimes his first touch let him down, although there were occasions today where it did stick. You know, when it goes up front, you know, you, you know, obviously it's not a hoof, it's a ball to feet. He's coming short. Um, he can twist, he can turn, he can hold it up. Um, I do like that. And, and you know, if he's got willing runners off him, um, you know, then, then, then great, like, like Jed, um, like Bradshaw. Um, yeah. the, the concern I have is that, you know, when we, if we are going to play with, with, 
we tour up top with the likes of, you know, if it's Bradshaw and, and, and Bennett or, or Bradshaw and, um, sorry, Bennett and um, Wallace, yeah. And Wallace, the, the, yeah. The, you know, it kind of lacks that height, which we're, we've kind of always, yeah. Had, we? And, yeah. And, and the likes of Budvarsson and, and Smith just, you know, they're not players that are going to hold up the ball for us and, and, and play a creative pass or a reverse pass or something, something along those lines, realistically. You know, they're going to try and get it down if they if that first touch. Would you keep yeah. Matt Smith next season, given a choice? Stuart? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah. For that yeah. reason, for the height and the... As a, as a kind of a late-game late, late game cameo man, you yeah. know, bring him on late. Yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, talking about, you know, Woods, I'd keep him as well. Um, just for the, the strength and depth in squad and competition. We've got to keep Vassen, haven't we? Because um, I, think I think he's on a contract that's at the end of next season, I believe. I mean, yeah, I... and I don't think anyone's going to want to buy him. So, I mean, <laughs> we could probably, I mean, we could send him out on loan with a view of, you know, to I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see the point in sending Bod out on loan, particularly unless he wants to go. Um, I mean, I, I think he's. If we've got him, we've got him. And I think he does have a role coming in with about five minutes to go as a kind of a, like a, a late game link up man. He seems to have established that. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is if we had the choice between the two, I'd rather keep Smith than. than, than oh, Smith over Bod, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Because realistically, you know, Smith will, can change a game. Um, yeah. We'll have to change who, how we play potentially, but he can, if you cross it into him, he's going to score. You know, he. he He's going to get more. Give him the right ball, yeah. You yeah, can't exactly. say that about John Daddy, but I think we're lumped with point. him, Stuart. I think we're, I think we're stuck with him, you know. Yeah, we are, and that's the point. But, um, you know, Bod Varson, he gets a lot of starts. He gets a lot of minutes. He does I, don't, I, I think yeah. I, I, there's either, you know, I think it's been mentioned before, there's either some sort of contractual agreement or literally... You know, I think you know Rao is just using him for legs. He's just using him for for bodies. You know, he has to feel the team. He feels that um, you know, if we're going to be solid at the back and we're not going to concede, then you know, Bodvarsson may well, he's your man. May, yeah, yeah. he may create something. And it, it, you know, it is it is a you know maybe his hand has been forced that he has to play him because he knows that okay, if we're nil nil going into the last 30, 30 minutes, twenty or thirty minutes, or what have you. He can bring on a Bradshaw. He can bring on a. Uh, I mean, Chase Chase lost causes, Stuart. Right? I mean, he's he's, he's the call cool, running yeah. into corner kind of bloke. You know, he's that he's that Car guy. Horse, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've mentioned um, a few times over the course of the the shows, Danny Mac and 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 Scott yeah. Malone and, and Billy Mitchell. Yeah. But one player I just wanted to mention before we close on today was George Evans. I, he doesn't get an awful lot of. Um, you know, kind of online glory, but I think he's a really good player. I, I really liked what I saw of him today, and in previous games, he looks a really cultured uh, defender or midfielder, whichever way around. Some say he looks best in defence, and I think you yeah. know, probably agree with that. But he can pass, and I've not seen a player like that at Millwall. I'm trying to think of the last man. The one that came to my head today was a real old school, Dennis Burnett. But there, there have been others over time. But I just like the look of him. How do you see Jules Evans? I don't know who Dennis Bennett is. Am I showing my no, age? You are, mate. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm going back into ancient history here. We're going. We can be back with, uh, you know, the, the defence of uh, Troy and all that kind of thing soon if I carry on. But uh, we're talking about early seventies there. But he was a cultured defender. Yeah. Um, I suppose more modern times, you might have gone for uh, Colin Cooper, perhaps. You know, I mean, a, a player that has presence but is also able to pass the ball and um, looks 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 attractive going forwards. Yeah. What what I think epitomises. You know, the middle players that it's there. Uh, he, he does, and again, it might seem like 
the way I see sort of Mar- Murray Wallace. You ask him to do something, he'll do it to his best of his ability, and yeah, he doesn't yeah. really want the glory for it. He'll just do yeah. it because um, he a he's happy to be there, but b he you know he he does the job, and and, and I think um, within that it, it's kind of you know the unsung hero, and then the more he goes under the radar, almost the better. If you see my point, yeah, there's absolutely. An absolutely. There's an element there of. Um, you know, other teams not taking notice of him and maybe not, you know, doing the um, the necessary homework on him from a point of view of when, when we're in game, but uh, in play. You know, with, with George Evans, I think, again, it's it's a good buy. It's it's good work from the scouting team. But, yeah, I think there's an element there of making sure, coming back to that point of it's all in the mind, making sure that, you know, he doesn't get too comfortable um and you know he gets that you know he has that competition for his place jury is out on kenzo or it might be a little bit unfair to judge him as he's still coming back from injury today didn't look very effective um he's only got what six more games of his loan time left i'm not sure um i'm not sure how fair it is to judge him on the current period because it was the pre injury Zohor that when he was when he when he was on form he looked a pretty good and sharp striker whether he wants yeah. to be with us Stuart I don't I can't tell yeah, it's a you, hard would read you buy him? I wouldn't buy him no no it's going to be expensive I dare say wage expensive and possibly fee expensive and I he's, he's not is not attracting me unless he desperately, desperately wants to come to Millwall. It's every boy's dream after all, isn't it? To play <laughs> at the den. Um, I don't know, but at the moment it doesn't look, he doesn't look like he wants to be at Zampa road. And I'm not, I mean, apart from the fact he's a, you know, he's, he's a player at the level he is, he's, um, it's hard to see a role for him going forward. I mean, um, Sam, yeah, you're going to West Brom are coming down. Sam I'd imagine has, it'll go back to them, wouldn't you, Stuart? He'll, yeah, he'll go back and Sam will sell him to the highest bidder. Yeah, um, we won't be that um, because I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay for him realistically. Um, I'd rather go and spend our money in trying to find an up and comer, uh, someone up and coming from the lower leagues. Who absolutely, got absolutely. A point to prove. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's got a point to prove. I, I just think he, you know, he's. He has injury. I think he's right. He's written this season off. Um, whether you know, it's, it, I say Sam is going to sell him. Sam's never really seen him play. Sam Allardyce, that is. Um, he might go back pre-season training, and he could be, you know, in, in the championship, and he could be, he could be brilliant for Sam. Allardyce. He could be. I don't know what value you'd put on a player like that. I mean, the football transfer world is going to be a hard one to call. It's, it has been mad in the past. If it's going to be as mad in the post-COVID era, I don't know. But yeah. however, however millions of pounds Ken Zahor might be worth, however many, I'm not sure you're right. I, I mean, I think you're right. I'm not sure I'd want a Millwall um, check to be going out to buy him. He, doesn't, he hasn't no, shot pl- Players that come in on loan at Millwall, um, y- you can see if they're going to fit in and if we want them. Um, yeah. And you know we, we we do what we what we can within reason to to try and snag them if they if they you know if there's a chance. Today's win has put us into ninth position, listeners. Now we are still eight points off of the magic six spot. So I you know um... <laughs> we're not making that six spot. <laughs> I, I like to dream, let's Shirk. Not, let's not kid ourselves. Uh, I want I mean, to kid myself. <laughs> I mean, there's eight. I mean, there's four. There's six games left. You know, you're not going to get one of those teams in the top six, I think, dropping, um, losing three times. You know, they've got to drop, they've got to drop at least 
Yeah, yeah. Got to drop at least, you know. I, I think near miss is, you know, a, a near miss season, which is which in itself will be an achievement, as we've we've touched on already with uh, Jake Sanders's tweet. I mean, the the, the injuries we've carried, uh, the injuries we are carrying still, and and to come out in at the moment we're in the top ten, and we might get close, but I, I think you know have to be sensible, yeah, don't we? Uh, we're not going to we're yeah, not going to make six. I'd, I'd rather go again. You know, I'd rather actually go up playing. You know, being being in and around the the top six all season, um, and and cementing that playoff spot, or actually going up automatically, knowing that when you go up to the next, you know, when you, if you get up to the Premiership, that you know your team's done it, and and you know sneaking in at the last you know last knockings, um, you know you're always going to be that underdog. And yes, there's a there's maybe that element of fate like we did when we went up last time, obviously with the. Yeah. Um, with that, with Hutchison's goal at Bristol, Bristol Rovers, yeah, you know, yeah, it could have gone anywhere. But I think going up into the Premiership, if we want any part of it, let's be honest, I'm not sure if I, you know, I'm not sure if I, <laughs> sure if I do. <laughs> That's a very Millwall statement, Stuart. We we we, we, we want to but we don't want the success, you know. <laughs> do you? I mean. I go around in circles. I go around in. Let's let's be honest. I mean, we all go around in circles on that. We, you know, I, I, yes, of course, I want to achieve the best possible outcome. I want to see Millwall um, generate an income that will um, allow it to survive for the foreseeable future, and that means you've got to get yourself into the top table yeah. um, to do that. And the the price of Premier Leagueization is a high one. I, I would just wonder whether. The Millwall support in all of its um, ragged glory will ever go down such a route. I, can't, I just can't. The number, I think the number of FA inquiries that will arise out of a Millwall Premier League season will ensure that we don't get plasticized. Well, well, I'm wondering if it changes the club, though. Uh, you know, on a on a scale that it becomes a little bit. When I'm thinking about it, there's, there's all this talk about the regen and a 30. Five thirty-four thousand capacity stadium, which you know we're never going to fill. Um, and if we do get up into the Premiership, and let's be realistic, if we went up in five years' time, for example, and we've got this new ground, mm. you know, ticket prices are probably going to skyrocket. We are going to get TripAdvisor people, to, you know, turning up. Is it is it going to be the same? You know, we we get a regular crowd now of what eleven, twelve thousand, um, which let's say is the, is the hardcore fans. Uh, if we want to fill that stadium, what we're going to fit it with? Do we? Do we? As you call it, the commercialization or the Premier League? Do we? You know, I don't want to. I don't want. You know, I don't want Gary Lineker talking about <laughs> us on a Saturday night or paying us a compliment. Gary Neville, you know, <laughs> criticizing what you know what our fullback hasn't done or whatever it is. To be no, honest, no, no, no. I, 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 I forty odd years of Millwall fan. I know exactly what you mean, Stuart. I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's an impossible call in the end because um, you know. At the same time, money money makes the yeah. world go round, as they say. Um, so we, we we will see. We will see a few comments from the internet just to close us out today. Bill Gibbs from Jersey. He's still, still drinking his Jersey cider over there, Bill. Great result. Might not be pretty, but we are punching above our weight, says Bill. Not bad for a team without a striker in form all year. I mean, that's that's basically the same point we've just been making, I think, there, Stuart. Um you know, we've we've been unlucky with injury. It'll be interesting to see what we can do. Hopefully, with a let's hope we don't get um, injuries on the same scale that we do next year. The, the season will be more normalised. I know you get injuries at any time. But, yeah. Um, you know, it's been a condensed, high high paced season, played in abnormal circumstances. So, 
it's going to be interesting to see what could be done next year, next season, over the course yeah. of the summertime. Um, Tony Monday makes Murray Wallace his, his uh, man of the match. I, I won't yeah. disagree with that, actually, Stuart. I, I like Murray. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Mr. Reliable. He, you mentioned Jimmy Abdu earlier on, um, and I put Murray in that kind of great category of Millwall journeyman heroes. You know, the bloke that always gives you everything. Um, we, we, we do like that kind of player down the den, don't we? Yeah, and I hope we, I hope we, we keep hold of him. Um, no reason why we shouldn't. Um, Carl replied to me so about Jed man of the match. He said he could be man of the match every game, so he's going to go for Keithton Belt. I mean, yeah. I suppose the only, I mean, you made this point, Stuart, didn't you? The only thing is he played 45 minutes, but um, brought in a real um calmness to midfield. I, I do like Keith, I, I, I think he's um, he's got Millwall down him like a stick of rock, you know, he's, he's um, he's he's, uh, he's, he's a Millwall player for and through. What what do you think for next season? Do you think he sticks in midfield with um, with with Leonard and Mitchell? Leonard, well, I mean, that would be that would be a great midfield, a terrific midfield if we can um, stick with that for any any consistent period going forwards. I mean, um, Billy Mitchell's starting to look increasingly comfortable at the Championship level. Um, yeah, yeah, Leonard um, Mitchell, Keithton Belt. That sounds like a decent midfield to me. Yeah. What do you think, dear listeners out there? Do you like the sound of that midfield? I do. No, that much. And finally, one from Dan Wall here, uh, Stuart. Teams with a lot more money and expectations, e.g. Derby, Forest and Blackburn, are a lot lower down the table. Um, and so we've done talking about the superb job that, uh, that uh, Gary Rowett's done. Two top 10 finishes in two COVID-hit seasons for us is a great finish. I mean, it's that's, that's a fundamental point, isn't it? I mean, to finish... Uh, was it eighth last season? We're looking like um, certainly top ten this season. Yeah, in the circumstances are in um, chase and um, financial situation. Um, massive, massive achievement, I think. Presuming that's where we do finish, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, we've got a tough run. I mean, we've got what next four games? I think is Swansea on Saturday, isn't it? Twelve thirty. Yeah. And, and then yeah. there's a net. You know that we've got teams in the top seven. Uh, four yeah. Out of our last six games of teams in the top seven. Um, you know, sometimes we, we turn up for those games. Um, I, I think we'll finish where, you know, where we are. Um, yeah. There are thereabouts. Um, and if you ask me, would I take that beginning of the season? I would have said yes. Um, I would have thought we'd have scored more goals, but... Didn't we all? Didn't we all? On the face of it. But I'm going to come back, you know, I, I posted a tweet, I can't remember, about two months ago or something along those lines, which was if... Um, if we'd had the fans in, how many more points would we have had this season? I obviously said, you know, one of the options was, was uh, you know, we could have had less points. Um, I think that got one vote um, out of the hundreds <laughs> of people who voted. And, um, it won't majority, be popular. I yeah, I don't remember the exact percentages, but the majority was that, you know, we would have had at least seven more points um, had the fans been in. And, and I do think we do, we, we, well, we know we make a difference. You know, there yeah, are games. I agree. Where, yeah, I agree. You know, where, and, and, and I think um, Steve Morrison called it out when the first game back in lockdown from or well, coming out of lockdown, should I say, we, we got, I think we got battered by Derby, wasn't it? And That's right. Yeah. One guy scored a hat-trick. Yeah. And I think the next game we were on Sky and um, Morrow was one of the, one of the panellists. Yeah. yeah, studio pundits. And he just said, yeah, that wouldn't happen if the fans were in there. And, and to a degree, he's right. But I also think, it can go both ways, you know. I think there is some performance we've seen on iFollow where, if there were fans in, you know, there yeah. certain things players wouldn't have done. We'd um, have had civil civil dis- <laughs> disputes around the den, wouldn't we? Um, so I think yeah. next season will be an interesting one because Rout would have, you know, he would uh, 
he would have had his first full season. Um, he, you know, he probably had you know a season and three quarters, and you know he's got his stamp, he's got his players. He'll have another transfer window under his belt, and um, then he's really going to find out what we're what we're like. I know he mentioned that he'd love, you know, he's missing us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> famous last words, eh? Hey? <laughs> We've all been in those relationships, Stuart. <laughs> Listen, I just want to close out. We were talking before we started recording. Um, we may do a show separately, listeners, um, about um, how would we describe it? Mental health, well-being, Stuart? You work for a company yeah. specialised in this area. And we were just talking off air about um, the impact that the, uh, the the COVID year, should we call it, the year and a bit now, has had on us all. Um I thought it might be an interesting show to do. I mean, we're going to try and put something yeah. together later on in the, probably in the summertime or something, get together. Yeah, I can certainly look at that. Um, it's, it's, it's the nature of my work. So the, the, so the business I work for is um, is an online um, mental wellbeing business. Um, What's the name of that company? It's called, it's called The Circle Line. Okay. Um, like, like the tube line. Okay. Uh, and we've got the, the domain name, would you believe? So it's thecirclelineco.co.uk. Um, and essentially, you know, we, we're looking at offering affordable and accessible access to, to you know, to practitioners for counselling and, and talking therapies, whether that be, you know, CBT or whatever it needs to be. And uh, we look to sell it into the workplace as well as to, to consumers um, and try and we're, we're trying to make it a little bit edgy and go for the, you know, go for the younger generation. OK. But the, the, the conversations I've been having with with um one or two people on one or two podcasts I've been, you know, I've been on in, in, in other areas. Mm. I'm going to be a bit sexist, but you know, how, how blokes have been missing football and, and, and how that does have an effect, you know, and uh, you know, there, there isn't the routine, there isn't the ritual, there isn't the ability to sort of let off a little, little bit of steam and, and call the referee what you like or, yeah. What and, and and that can that does have an effect. Um, I think we're all missing that, aren't we? I mean, the, the TV experience is is no. I'm not thinking today. Uh, and a way <laughs> and a way trip to Stoke is not going to be topped by sitting at home having a cup of tea watching I follow. It's it's not the same deal, is it? No, um, and that's no disrespect to Carla Max, you know. But uh, and no, I, I hear that the Stoke commentary this week uh, t- today was was pretty hilarious um, on I follow. Um, <laughs> some people are saying, but it, it's it's not the same you no know, it's, no it's, no it's you know and and I, I would go to to football with my dad um who, who, who for his sins is a Charlton fan would you believe okay um but he comes to me one more than he's been you know, I've, you know I've been I've been to the valley in the last 20 years more than he has um and <laughs> uh, you know I miss that um the shared experience of it all yeah isn't? and, and yeah. you know we, whilst we've been chatting on the phone it, it's it's not the same the routine has been upset as we know but you know a lot of people have had a lot of time by themselves they haven't had that release and you know there's there's you know it's 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 important that that you talk about it it's important that you talk about it with you know with qualified help and your mates to a degree help you along the way um and you know we would have you know for a season the whole season and a season and a half would have would have missed that but yeah. you know as you, as you sort of alluded to it's a it's a whole different show um realistically but it's you know it's something over the last 18 months or 14 to 18 months has real been a real eye-opener to me um and from what i see on twitter and sometimes what you hear in the ground you know there are there are certain avenues and certain things that um 
you can't, you, you, you know, you need to talk about, um, and there's no shame in doing it. But as I say, it's probably not not the podcast for it now. But there's certainly uh, a lot of um, a lot of benefit in in doing so. We'll look forward to that. We'll, we'll make a little comeback, maybe in the uh, warmer months of summertime. Millwall uh, winning helps. <laughs> <laughs> done it, just. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Millwall losing. Millwall losing and saying you're depressed. It's a downer. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it isn't, isn't, isn't really. You know, it, it plays on your mind for for maybe a day or two. Um, we're quite a resilient, but a resilient bunch, as, I, as you see on Twitter. But um, you know, it, I think I think there's a lot to be said um, about mental well-being and sporting events and 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 football and i i think you're a cricket fan as well yeah um, yeah i i know when when the season you know when the season's closed and there isn't necessarily a, a european championship or a world cup um those seasons when there are those years when there isn't you know i i go out and, and follow cricket yeah you um, need something to to, to latch yeah, on it's, it's yeah exactly um a match day experience whether it be you know football rugby cricket or whatever it may need to be is critical fantastic stuff Stuart mace big welcome on the show first time on the show hope you've enjoyed yourself talking on ah. Achtung Millwall today um, ah. it's just, a form, just, of, form just, of therapy just, itself it, it well do you know what I was thinking about this um <laughs> when you when you invited me on it um I started listening when that meet was um oh my god <laughs> and, and I think it was I left my heart and Pablo Lang I think mm. you called it mm. yeah that was the fanzine that we kind of yeah. started doing this as a as a as a as a, as a, as a, as a form of a fanzine for the years, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. long while ago now. But um, I hope Ain't's doing well. He was he was a talented boy, and he was suffering with the very issues, to be honest, that um, yeah. you touched on in the course of this conversation. And um, yeah, yeah, there we are. Yeah. We'll say no, say no more about that. But um, no, it's been going for some time. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it must be seven years now, six or seven years. Yeah, yeah, seven, seven plus years. Um, quite a long time. Um, it's we, it's um, an interesting thing to do each week. We need to get, uh, I mentioned to do this to you on, on text, but we may need to have another conversation about this. We need to get you on Clubhouse. <laughs> Honestly, you could Clubhouse. Do I, don't know I, have an, I have an idea for you. You could do your live stream on Clubhouse. Um, <laughs> and, and you can, you know, you can mute people. You don't, have, you don't, you know, or you could have. Harry, one side of the stadium, you know, somebody else the other side of the stadium, and either you know you can get an angle on things. <laughs> clubhouse, Stuart, that sounds like madhouse. <laughs> that clubhouse. Well, it might save you a lot of time because you just, you know, you just you, you, people will tune in to listen to you live. They don't talk back to you. You don't have to listen. Oh, is there, to I've never used it. I've, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you have that. control pretty oh. much. You set up a room, you have control who talks. If it's just yourself, it's just yourself. Or you can invite whoever you like. Um, and, yeah, and if people, you can, you know, if people start to get out of hand, you can kick them off a stage. You, you don't have to, you don't, you don't, you know, there's no texting involved. It's purely if you just want four speakers, four people to talk um, for, you know, for the match, you know, um, then, then you know, then so be it. You can literally do your show live. If if you don't, I might. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I've brought you along. <laughs> Become a guest at my own party. Tell me what you think, dear listeners. Would you like to hear the Clubhouse or, or Madhouse? Would you prefer Madhouse? We'll see. Um, big thank you to Stuart Mace. Um, I've enjoyed that conversation, Stuart. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice to talk to you. Of a 2-1 win at the 3-6-5 Bet Stadium. Um, we'll be back again at the weekend. We've got Swansea City on Saturday. Um, just 
was it now six games to go in the season we'll be back after the Swansea game so until then thank you to Stuart and thank you for listening dear listeners Arrivederci Millwall thank you for listening to Aston Millwall if you enjoyed the show please head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a cheeky review Arrivederci Millwall till next time who do you want to watch? 